Welcome back to False Expectations. False Expectations, the podcast where I dive into my opinion. Just kidding. You know, False Expectations, if you're new to the show, it is, you know, a podcast where I talk to you guys about my opinion on life's expectations versus reality. Sometimes it's me singing or ranting or speaking to you all. And other times we have guests to chat with. This episode, it's our second episode with a guest. So that's kind of cool. And just make sure that when we have episodes with guests on it, that you guys are sticking around after the chat so you can hear my wrap up about the conversation. And while you're listening now, don't forget to like, subscribe, and follow False Expectations wherever you're listening to it and on social. The best part about listening to a podcast is that you can multitask. Uh, And also, I receive this feedback a lot from people, which is, oh my God, while you're talking about X, Y, and Z, like I want to text you and answer you about what you're talking about. Do it. Comment or DM me on Instagram. I'll totally understand what you're saying. Um, Or you can reference whichever episode that you are talking about. And I'd love to chat with you about it. Um, Share the podcast with your friends. If you have a minute while you're listening right now, if you're listening on Apple, just click those stars. Uh, If you have more than a minute after you listen, write a quick review. I will greatly, greatly appreciate all of those things. So today we talk about idea creation, which I hope you're not rolling your eyes because it's real. I don't know. It's interesting to me. There's a lot of times and I'll talk about this in the episode where, you know, say you're sitting in an Uber and you're like, why didn't I come up with this idea? What a God, it's like a no brainer. Yeah. Like paper towels, like all the things. Well, that's like a little bit harder, but like. (laughs) No, but like anything. Just like you're experiencing a product or service and you're like, oh, Jesus, these people are probably so rich. Like, why didn't I think of this idea? Mm -hmm. Um, And totally, we all do that, but we don't think about, and obviously we don't think about this, like what it takes to execute that. And so what we talk about today is that you potentially come up with a no-brainer idea and you think that oh, well, the idea is a no-brainer, so the execution is going to be a no-brainer. And that's not, that's the false expectation. It's not the case. Um, In this episode, we do dive into, I would say, the behind the scenes of podcast creation a little bit more. Um, But I try and parallel it to any business that you're trying to launch. Um, And for those of you who know me, I love stand-up comedy. I like the entertainment world. I like the behind the scenes of that kind of stuff. I love it. I love understanding how things in that space work. How does a comedian come up with their... um, Their bits. Their bits and their hour-long thing and how long does that take and the thought process behind that. So this episode is kind of that for executing no-brainer ideas Um, it's not all, it's funny that I'm going to say this because I think we talked about this in the, um, episode with Terry McDougal, but it's not all rainbows and cupcakes. Like creating and executing an idea is not 
easy. And then another layer, which we don't really get into, is the success. Okay, it's launched. You did all of that hard work. How does it then become successful? Well, that's part of the scary thing where think about there, there has to be millions of great ideas that just didn't get the push or nudge it needed. Or even if they worked really, really hard, there's plenty of ideas that are really, really good, but they just don't make it to the mainstream. And I think that's another reason why people are just like, ah, well, it's a good idea, but what am I going to do with it? Yeah. It's so scary. Like you starting this podcast, like in the beginning, you were like, well, how is this going to work? What are we going to do? Like what happens? And you kind of just have to have faith and figure it out. Well, something that we talk about a lot is making yourself vulnerable. And And that's hard in itself. Which is hard in itself and being annoying. Yeah, so being okay with being annoying, but you're talking about failure, you're talking about criticism, you're talking about being vulnerable and putting yourself out there. These are all very, very difficult things for people to deal with in general. So then at putting all of that into a business idea or just a invention or podcast, whatever it may be, my God, like it's just a lot of stress and it's a lot of, you know, unwanted stress so for a lot of people even though they may have a great idea it just goes away because they're just like "Ah, i'm just gonna ride out my life (laughs) well there's also the um i don't know what the right word is but double tasking so like while you're potentially launching this idea you might have another job yeah like that idea of like a it's like a side hustle for a time being yeah uh, until it becomes your main either source of income because that's true you know like you're for most ideas you're not really becoming rich off of them right away it takes up you know it could take a couple of years and like what's that breaking point where people give up even though it is a great idea but they can't financially afford to push the idea even any further yeah or not even just rich just like break even yeah that's true too so just a quick note before i throw it over to the episode it's a pandemic and this is a new podcast and we these two guests were both obviously not in my house but they also were both in different places and so recording remotely does cause some unwanted strain so the sound there was just a a couple of struggles and so the sound is fine but it's going to be a little bit different than past episodes because um you know just there's just issues when you're sometimes when you're recording remotely so I think I made it and created it in a way where it's very digestible and I think that you guys are really going to enjoy the meat so I hope that you do my guests today have been podcast hosts for almost two years And like I said, they just have a lot of interesting insights to share with us. So please enjoy the hosts and creators of the Mind Shape podcast, Joey Braun and Avery Chapman. All right, so this episode, I am very excited to have two guests who are way more experienced than me in this podcasting thing. They have been uh, co-hosting a podcast for, I'm going to say a little over two years. 
Uh, the podcast is called Mind Shape. They are the creators and hosts. I have Joey Braun and Avery Chapman. Um, correct me if I'm wrong before you guys give me a little bit of a background on yourselves, but your podcast is weekly. Yes? Correct. Yes. Awesome. And it's real people that tell their own true stories of trauma and adversity, which is like everybody loves that stuff. So I but I would love to hear from you guys like, A, how did you come up with the idea? Um, did you guys go through something that made you kind of want to put this together and get people's stories out there? How did this all come together? Avery, do you want to do this one or me? You can kick it off. Kick it off. Okay, great. Yeah. So the whole storytelling and becoming vulnerable was an idea I had originally because I have an autoimmune disease. I was bullied in school for being short and all of these crazy things. They're, they're minimal things. A lot of people go through them, but I always held that story dear to me. My mom knew about it, maybe like my best friend and that's it. And over time, it was just like I had all these limiting beliefs of what I could and couldn't do socially because getting bullied, I was like, people don't want to talk to me. People don't want to really engage with me. They don't like me. So I just was like, I became kind of a socially anxious person. And I kind of balled up in a shell for group presentations and stuff. I would skip class in college totally because I was scared to do them. Uh, so it became this thing where I actually told my story to Toastmasters. I just overcame that fear of public speaking and sharing my story. And it, it lifted this weight for me. It's hard to describe anything but like that, but I didn't feel like that story had to be part of my life anymore. I started doing more speeches. I started getting out there more and I was like, okay, this helped me a lot. And I know from talking to other people that it helps them sharing their stories. Let's create, like, I want to create a podcast that is centered around doing that for people in a deep way, not just surface level stuff, but deep, hard truths so they can really share that story for them. I mean, we're just moderating the story. Mm -hmm. It's them sharing that story. And it's been a super right. rewarding experience. But Avery, where where do you fit into it? You know, like, did, did you, I mean, everybody, actually, this isn't true because I've gone through a lot over the past couple of years, which actually, um, launched this podcast for me. So I was going to say everybody faces some sort of adversity that might, you know, put a, a light bulb on, but was, you know, there's something similar for you. How did you guys um, decide, like, what, what was your reason for glomming on to the podcast? Right. So uh, Joey actually contacted me via Twitter. Uh, I didn't know Joey. Uh, we've never met in person. But he just randomly DM'd me because he saw one of my videos. And it, the video was essentially about my um, previous girlfriend. She was in the hospital for a long period of time. And I posted this video on Twitter. And Joey had found it and said, I like this video. And he had saw some other videos that I've created. And he said, this guy may be good at being a co-host alongside me. And so he asked me to be a part of this. And so at the time I was faced with adversity, I was going through this. It was one of the hardest experiences of my life. So when Joey asked me, I was like, yeah, like this fits right into what I want to do. I want to share this experience with someone. I want to help someone who may be going through this as well. And 
you know, we've come a long way and we put it all together. And now we have the Mindshape podcast. And I just want my audience to know that they've never met each other. Okay. So this is just like proof that the internet and social media could like do pretty amazing things. Exactly. I mean, over what the course of a little bit over two years, we've had over what 70 episodes. We've recorded over 70 episodes and never met in person. So yeah, the internet's an amazing place. It is. It could be a horrible place and an amazing place, but, um, but I wanted to dive more into the ideation expectation. And I'm not saying that there's people out there that are just like, oh, you come up with an idea and you just like, it's done. You did it. Um, so this week's false expectation is you've come up with a no brainer idea, but creating it isn't everything you expected it to be. And and the reason why I think that's like so funny slash important is like there's so many things that are convenient that we use every single day. Right. And we're just like, oh, I wish I thought of that. But the but the thing that we don't think about is like, OK, well, once that ha- once I thought of it, how the hell would I make that come to life? Um, and so, you know, had you guys ever started a business before? Yeah, so I, I am a business owner, so I do understand the business side of things and how hard it is to get something off the ground and running. Uh, I will say I did not know how hard it would be to get a podcast off the ground and running and all of the factors and things that go into that. And not only to have a business, but you also have someone who is a co-owner of your business, Mm. which is our podcast. Mm -hmm. And that is, that's a whole different take. Were you a pod, were you both podcast uh, connoisseurs before launching your own podcast? This, this is important topic for anyone doing podcasts. No, we didn't know anything. (laughs) We didn't know how to, what to use, what mics to use. I think our first episode, I was sitting in the bathroom with my phone talking to Avery, trying to record a podcast and anchor. It was so funny. Like we were just like, this, this quality's terrible. Uh, it, we didn't know anything, nothing, but we just kind of tried different things and eventually it all came together. And now it's just like, natural it's a weird feeling when you do something enough it just becomes like second nature like we have our pod our mic setups we have zencast which we use we want to move into video and do new things but no so you don't have to know anything when you start a podcast you just have to keep going and learn as you go what about podcast listener were you podcast listeners before yes i was not I did not listen to podcasts. Wow. All. No. Do you listen no. to podcasts now? I listen to the uh, the Mindshape podcast and a <laughs> podcast called Serial. And Serial hasn't had a season for the last year and a half. So, no, I don't. <laughs> and I'm going to be very controversial and say that Serial only really had one good season. You know what? I can definitely agree, but it depends on which season, which season you thought was the good season. <laughs> the first one. All right. I agree. I agree with okay. you. I'm with okay. you. Okay. Good, good, good. That was my first podcast that I ever listened to. So, And it's interesting because I worked in the audiobook industry for seven years um, before podcasts oh, really? like really started 
becoming a thing. Um, and I even worked on like the podcast end of of marketing for, um, you know, our advertising for audiobooks. And I still didn't listen to podcasts. And then Serial came out and I was like, I got to check this thing out. And then I became hooked. Um, and so you mentioned something which I actually would love to hear a little bit about but you don't have to get too detailed if you don't feel comfortable. So you guys are equal parts in this podcast. Yeah. 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 So something that I don't think people think about is when you are creating a business with by yourself, you, you know, you have all of, it's all you, you don't have to ask people for anything. You don't have to agree on things. You don't have to schedule things together. You don't have to X, Y, and Z. When you go into a business with a, a partner, you both need to be, there's a couple of things in my opinion. You need to be on the same page um, when it comes to the business. Maybe there's somebody in the partnership that knows a little bit more about this and a little bit more about that. But, you know, how did you, especially since you just met each other through <laughs> Twitter at first, you know, how did you sort of start doling out those responsibilities and and trusting each other enough to launch this kind of business? So that took time. That definitely took time. I will be honest and say, in the beginning, Joey was shouldering a lot of it. You know, he was taking a lot of it on. And I didn't even realize how much he was taking on. Uh, you know, I had to become more serious myself about the podcast because I was super busy myself with my business, you know, having a business on the side and then trying to be a part of this podcast. I had to say, uh -huh. well, I have a co-host that is doing all this work. I need to shoulder some of this with him. Yeah, so... In the beginning, I did a lot of different work. I edited the podcast. I posted everything about the podcast. I did the marketing work. And to be fair, I didn't give Avery the chance to do those things. I would do that. And then part of me would be like, oh, why isn't Avery doing anything? But that's on me because I wasn't delegating that responsibility out. So I had a huge control issue. Um, so then Avery talked to me about you know how he felt. And I talked to him about how I felt. And that was this point where we decided, is this going to be what we do together? And if this is going to be successful, we need to delegate these things. And with everything we do, we need to communicate on what's the right move and what's not. Because like you said, that's so important with two different people on a podcast. And I think because we went through that, we're, we have a much better relationship now. And we're much better, a much better team for MindShape. So it's it's been a difficult journey, but it's been a rewarding one as well in regards to our relationship. So. I have a question because I've worked in my career in like corporate America. I've worked in like startup world. I've been around people who are like ideas people and they expect other people to execute. Um, or there's people who are ideas and executors. Um, and then there's people who are just simply working for the ideas person. And so it seems like in this, you know, partnership, Obviously, Joey, you came up with the idea, but how do you guys um, define yourselves in terms of from your in the past before you took on this type of um, a project? In or, because this is like your thing, and you guys had to 
record and create and launch and market and write descriptions and copy and like you had to do all of it before you did this what were you familiar with um wearing many hats or were you more of like the idea and somebody else executes or you were the executor right exactly so yeah i have a business and i have 15 employees and i just recently hired a manager so i was used to having many hats and things like that and um you know delegating work and sending people this way and that way and even firing people in that regard as well and yeah i mean i i came up with all the ideas until i recently hired my manager i I did it all, you know, and so when Joey came along, I didn't, I kind of just let him take it, you know, I literally was like, (laughs) all right, he can take it, you know, like, I've done it, he can do it, but when you're in a business together, like we're talking about, you have the responsibility to shoulder at least 50% of that load, and it could be ideas, it could be the business side, it could be reaching out to people. I'll tell you one thing, Joey is one of the most incredible people in finding guests and uh, marketing and things like that. I don't know how he does it. I swear to God, he's a wizard, but he comes <laughs> up with these most the most amazing people and he does a great job at that and uh, and coming up with new and fresh ideas as well. And I think that's why we work good together. I like to call him my co-host soulmate. Because when we bounce ideas, we'll get on a phone call together and we'll literally just talk for an hour and a half, two hours, just randomly about literally the podcast and just how to dive deeper. And I mean, we'll do this four or five times a week, huh, Joey? I mean. Yeah, we do a lot of different conversations, just about everything Like, what do we do? Because marketing a podcast is so important if you want to grow. It is the most, it is so essential. And like, how do you create creative ways to do that? And we we come up with some really cool things. And it's just because we have that dynamic of phone calls back and forth. To get guests, like, where did you go to, you know, start putting out an announcement that like you were thinking about launching this podcast and getting people a intrigued but be willing to tell their story this is like a thing i don't know if it's just something i could do well but i would do different things i would think about how do we grow a podcast and we want everyday people and i one of the apps i really used to find stories and to find people was tiktok um there were a lot of people on tiktok they're just everyday people but they had a lot of great stories and they sh- also will share our podcast with those people. So it's a, it's a win-win um, hmm. when you're looking for people. So when you're marketing, you have to think about mm-hmm. stories, marketing. Can you tie them together? What can you do? So you have to. I thought outside the box and said, okay, this is a good platform. And on Instagram, I reach out to people I know to share stories that I know they have um, stories mm-hmm. to tell. Avery would do the same. I'd reach out to people on Instagram. I would go to – I'm in the Yes Theory group. They're a YouTube channel. They have a huge uh, yes fam. I would reach out to people that would post in there, ask if they wanted to share their story because people are sharing their stories, but they might do it in a minute long Instagram clip, or they might do it in a paragraph essay on um, Facebook. But to give them a platform to actually dive in deep for 30 to 40 minutes is the next level to that story because Mm -hmm. that really takes Mm -hmm. that vulnerable aspect um, in there. So 
if that answers your question, it's kind of vague, but that's kind of just what I did. <laughs> no, it feels like you went to, you used social media the way that we're supposed to be using it. Um, and I actually think there's a vulnerability on your end to put yourself out there and like reach out to people because the majority of people aren't going to respond. <laughs> they don't trust me. I reach out to a lot of different people and you know, we, there's a point where you're, you're about to message someone and you're like, there is no way that this person's going to answer. And what do you know? Six hours later, I get a message back and I'm like, Whoa, this person's got this many people following them. And they're like, yeah, I'd love to be on. That sounds amazing. And then some people just don't answer it. It really is. And people don't understand this about podcasting. Like I have people that have started podcasting, like you really message 50 to hundred people a day. I'm like, dude, yeah. Like you have to put yourself out there. The key mm -hmm. is you do not get what you don't ask for. And that is my motto. If you don't go out there and put yourself out there, put in the effort, mm -hmm. you're never going to get it. And that's mm -hmm. where people make a mistake. It's interesting. Um, because I actually was speaking to a career coach maybe like a week or two ago and like her number one piece of advice, like the, the one thing that we were talking about, which I think is really important for people to understand is like, if you're if you want to take a risk, starting a podcast is risky. If you want it to be a successful podcast, like if you're just doing it for fun, which is also awesome, that's great. But if you want it to grow, it's a risky thing. There's 800,000 plus podcasts out there. Like you got to break through the clutter. Um, but if you're not willing to put in that work and make yourself vulnerable and be, for lack of a better word, annoying as hell, <laughs> you're not going to get your, you're not going to break through that clutter. So I think it's really important for people to understand that. Um, question I have for you is, um, Avery, I'll go to you first. You never, you weren't really a podcast person. You definitely didn't like work in podcasts. Maybe you were listening to them. You recorded your first or second podcast. You were ready to like get these up. What did you expect the launch experience to be? Like, what did you expect was going to happen when you got the first three episodes <laughs> out the door? Well, uh, as Joey mentioned in uh, previously, uh, I had created videos in the past. I've created a lot of inspirational mm -hmm. videos and things like that. And when I first started, you know, you don't get many views or you get a few views and you're like kind of super excited that 10, 15 people decided to watch your video. And slowly mm -hmm. but surely, you know, I grew, I went viral a couple of times, but I knew starting this podcast, you know, you're only going to get 10 to 15 listeners. You're only going to get 15 mm -hmm. to 20. And mm -hmm. Joey and I were literally just talking about this, how when we first started a hundred listeners was like, let's go like we're doing it and then we got to 500 <laughs> listeners whoa let's go we're doing it then we got to a thousand and you're we're like yes let's keep pushing now let's keep going let's keep doing it and you know we've had upwards of over five thousand uh downloads an episode and things like that so we're super excited to keep going and it was scary though it, it was scary to start it but I, we figured pre-launch, you know, we wouldn't get as many views, but we knew we had to work at it. What, Joey, what did you think when you <laughs> launched, you went live? Um, 
how, like how many, how, like, what did you think was going to happen? Did you think people were going to like start reaching like, or did you think this is going to be a slow build? Are we allowed to curse out here? Yep. I was scared as fuck. I was absolutely mm-hmm. terrified because in college, all my friends don't know me as someone who likes to help people or anything. I, I went through a transformation, a really dark place to where I said, I need to change my life. Like I'm going down a bad path. Mm-hmm. So I started reading books and listening to podcasts, which also gave me an inspiration to start one. So for me, I sat there like in my apartment alone. I'm like, I'm going to get some heat for this. Like people are going to make fun of me in the group chats. And you know what? They did. They roasted my ass. Aww. And it's important for people to know this. We got three downloads for the first four episodes. And those are my cousin, my mom, and my sister. So no one was listening to this. Right. More, are more people listening to this because of the effort we put in to reach people? Do they like? Yeah, but they're not going to find it just out of thin air. Like, mm-hmm. it was humbling. That's the word. And it showed you, mm-hmm. it showed me, and I know it showed Avery, with effort, with consistency, with just getting through those tough times of not even just look caring about the numbers, just producing content. Like, that's what it was all about. Like, just getting the stories told and getting better. Because we get 10 downloads. It's like, why are we even wasting our time? Like... But it's not mm-hmm. about that. We had to circle back to that yeah. whenever we looked at those numbers. Yeah. It's funny because um, my my therapist said to me once, like, because I was having a like, oh, my God, this, only this many. Just my dad is writing. My mom <laughs> is writing a comment on every Instagram post. That's so embarrassing. And my therapist was like, Dina, the fact that you like recorded yourself and you put it out there for anybody to listen to like that's success there's no that's you should be proud of yourself that you did that granted that doesn't give you money which i understand is like the second part of why you're doing this but there's just like different levels of success that i think that people if you're listening to this and you're thinking about launching a business or a blog or a podcast or anything and you're making yourself vulnerable in whatever way um, give yourself, you know, some time to get it going. Um, what would you say? So like you guys weren't podcasters, you worked in the business world, you own a business. What would you say has been the hardest skill for you to hone while launching and growing this podcast? That's a good question. What do you think, Avery? I would say the balance huh. and juggling of time. I would Interesting. I would think that would be the hardest thing. Yeah. For me, I think that would be the hardest thing. Having the time because it's two sides. If Joey can't work at this time, I'm not going to be able to do it too, you know, and things mm-hmm. like that and it's a lot. And if a guest is like, I have to reschedule, well, now we have to re-coordinate everything and everyone's schedule is so different. And No, then you yeah. just cancel that guest. You didn't know that? <laughs> <laughs> it, it, what about Avery, for you, Joey? Yeah. 
it's time management and that way is the way Avery's describing it certainly but for me Avery handles editing and all the that side of the podcast like when I'm marketing this Mm -hmm. podcast I have a job I have other things I have to do and people are overwhelmed Mm. they're like well I have a job I oh I don't have time for this I was never like this but you have to block times off like I block 30 minutes off for messages to people and I just put my headphones in and grind it out and whether mm-hmm. and then I do an hour of emailing other podcasts to come on or emailing different ways to um, grow where we can put our podcast on. If you don't delegate your time when you have little availability, you're never going to get it done. Mm-hmm. It, it's so important because if you just say, oh, I'm going to do this now, you're going to be not you're not going to be consistent and it's not going to get anywhere. So I guess I think that yeah. sort of time management. What about, you don't have to answer this, but I kind of want you to. So it's up to you. Have you had a guest come on where you're like, oh God, like we, this person can't, not because their yeah. story's bad, yeah, we have. but just because they're, okay. And like how pep, did you end up putting the episode out? Oh my gosh, Avery, please. We'll both tell her, but you got to share it. You know what I'm talking about. I know exactly what you're talking about. So we had a guest <laughs> come on and I, 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 we can't even describe her as a guest. She honestly just took over the podcast and mm-hmm. talked for, I think it was like 33 minutes straight. It was like something like that. And Joey and I were texting like, Anytime we try to interject, it was like, oh, I got to finish this thought. And like, it just kept going on and on. And it ended up being probably like an hour episode. And at the time, we were trying to stick to what, 20 to 30 minutes, Joe? And yeah, uh, it was, it was, yeah, she was the host of the podcast for sure. (laughs) And like, to be honest, like to be have full transparency here, I was super hungover. And I was not having it. Like, Mm -hmm. I was just sitting there like, are you serious? Like, this is our, like, we're trying to, like, it's not like we just let her talk for 33 minutes, because that would be our fault. But we try to interject, and she just kept talking. And I was like, what are you doing? Like, this is not how you, she has a podcast. Like, what are you doing? This is not how you run a podcast. And if I listen to this podcast, I would never or a conversation. Back. Yeah. I'm like, oh, right. like, do you treat people like this in conversation? So yes. Did we put it out? Yeah, it was our first season. We were still learning. Editing that episode was just painful. I, I you know what? This It's okay, though. It's a funny story now we look back on. So I'm glad you asked that. Yeah. Um, another, I'm going to, because I don't want to take like so much of your guys' time, but I wanted to ask... Um, so just for the audience, when the reason why Joey was saying he was looking at people's TikToks or Instagrams, and then they would respond and he would be like, oh my God, somebody with this many followers is responding to me. The reason why that's important is because the biggest way that you're unfortunately or unfortunately that your podcast grows is if other people are sharing it. Because you can talk to your 200 followers ad nauseum, which I do do. Um, but 
you got to break out to other audiences. So you want to try and find other people like-minded who A, might be a guest, but B, would share. So have you guys ever had like a verbal agreement with potentially a guest or just like some sort of a partnership and then it didn't come to fruition? Like the person didn't promote, post, repost? Oh, yeah. Like that's, it's not a binding agreement. Like, it's not like they have to post mm-hmm. anything. And it, it's super awkward to, like, ask somebody, like, could you share this? Like, is it worth yeah. your time to share? And some people don't. And do we freak out? No, we just we just keep moving because there's no reason for that. Uh, people do. And, I, and we find that when we just say, like, listen, like, we'd love to help get your story out there. And we'd love to grow as well. Like, let's work. When you're transparent instead of beating around the bush. Most people will be like, yes, I'll, I'll help you. But if you just say like, well, you know, could you do this? Could you, you got to be straightforward. Like this is what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. That's our experience. Yeah. Avery on your end, like what, what, what do you have to say for that one? No, he's a hundred percent right. Um, you just have to be transparent. You have to tell them how you feel. Uh, let them know like, hey, we're looking to grow. We want to get your story out there as well. We want other people to hear this. We want this to impact other people as well. And if you're open to sharing it, great. And we sit back and we've watched plenty of people never share it, never do anything like that. But I mean, for us, pro, we keep moving. Pro tip, what we do, and it's a little bit of a, it's not like a secret, but it's something that we do is, we have a phone call with our guest before we post to talk about the episode that we had to catch up with each other and to, to discuss those mm-hmm. details. We don't just send them an email or Instagram message because that is probably not going to be shared. You're just rolling the dice mm-hmm. like you're at a casino. We, so we set up these mm-hmm. blocks to talk to them and say, hey, listen, like, it's, what have you been up to? You know, We're looking to share this episode and, and grow. And Would you be willing to share it? And most people are like, yeah, why not? So that's a little tip from us. Pro tip from Joey and Avery. Um, All right, guys, this for me was super helpful. I hope that our audience takes a lot of, I'm not saying everybody wants to launch um, a podcast, but I do want you guys to understand that there's work that goes behind launching an idea. Um, There's not, and even if you're in like a, a startup setting or, or any other setting other than podcasting, there's a lot that goes behind getting that idea out there. And um, if you're not there at like day one, I don't want you guys to feel like you're a failure because you're totally not. Um, so thank you, Joey and Avery, so much of the Mind Shape podcast. Can you guys, before we say goodbye, just remind everybody when new episodes come out? Yeah, episodes come out every Tuesday. Um, we post them at 5 a.m. So people can, they get loaded onto every platform. You can listen to them on your morning commute. You can listen to on Apple, Spotify, CastBox, whatever. There's so many platforms. Uh, so just type in MindShape, go check it out. And if you want to reach out, uh, just send us a message on Instagram. It's just at MindShapePod. I was going to say, and if you have a story that you want to share, make sure to reach out to them. hundred um, percent. Because it's a really great It's a great way to share what you've gone through and potentially help people um, to come. So thank you guys. Have a good week. And um, maybe we can do this again. 
I still really can't get over the fact that these, that Avery and Joey never met each other in person and they legitimately launched a podcast and essentially a business without ever meeting face to face. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It just like, I don't know, it goes to show to me that like FaceTime and Zoom and being able to video chat with people um, and relationship building has just come a long way or has changed so much yeah. that you can actually do that. And they've been doing this for two years. So this is pre-pandemic where everyone is now used to used, that. yeah used to this using zoom to meet with family members all that you know all that stuff yeah they were doing that you know they're like uh they're the forefathers of <laughs> um i hope that you guys took some interesting tidbits away from the conversation thank you again to avery and joey after you listen to this go over and listen to an episode of mind shape i highly recommend it it's you're gonna meet really interesting and you know sometimes sad um stories so thank you guys for continuing to support me week after week don't forget to follow false expectations on instagram at false expectations pod follow like subscribe on all the platforms that you're listening to us comment and share best of all if you could rate and review the podcast i would be forever in your good graces Sure. Sure. Um, I will chat with you guys again next week.